Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. Hello, footies. Welcome along to your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team. Goodness, we are foot in review. We'll bring you all of the latest news, views and reviews from this fantastic world of FIFA Ultimate Team. And of course, as part of footcoaching.com, bring you tactics, tips, advice, hints and everything we can do to help make your gameplay a little bit better and help reduce the rage. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. Welcome along to episode 218 of, uh, well, episode 262, should I say, even. We are on April the 16th, 2021. I did us out of, uh, oh, best part of 44 episodes there, but they did happen. And the man who was on a lot of those shows joins me again tonight. It is the man known as the teddy bear. It is Grandpapa Mac. It is Chris. Chris, welcome back. Hi, Wimby. How are you doing, my friend? Not bad, thank you. I, you know, I, I feel a little bit guilty because I cheated on you with another Scotsman on Monday. I hope you can forgive me. My heart was broken, but I'll get over it. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, thank you for uh, for giving me another chance. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you to Nathan who joined me on Monday's show. Uh, th- and thanks to John as well. I know you joined John on Wednesday's show. Nice, uh, good Q and A. Really nice show, so go and check that out in the archives if you've not checked that one out already. But, Chris, it's Friday. No new promo to talk about. We are uh, a week away from the community team of the season, and we will get onto that very shortly. But while it might not be team of the season just yet, we have got a team of the season quality player released by EA tonight. An end of an era, Sergio Aguero, Chris. Yeah, he's one of those... uh... Strange cards. Um, he's he looks amazing, probably plays amazing. But the question is, do you do him? Yeah, I well, to me, it's not a question of whether you do him. It's more of a question. Well, it's a two-part question: do you do him and when? And I think well, the when part is the more pertinent one here. Looking at the card itself, it's a ninety-four rated card. Uh, he's not been given any boost in terms of his weak foot and skills, so he's still four-star, four-star. Um, 90 pace, 94 shooting, 87 passing, 91 dribbling, 40 defence, we can throw that out, and 86 physical as well. I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a stonking card. No, the only thing is no real traits to it, but you look at all those face stats and even the, the deeper stats, and it's a, it's certainly a card that's going to last you through to FIFA 22. Yeah, de- de- definitely. If this was a team of the season card, you'd be saying do it, wouldn't you? You know, you'd be glad if you, you picked him up in your red picks or you got him even untradeable, you'd be quite happy with it. Um, it's just the fact is, with team this season round the corner, you're looking at it thinking, which way is my team going to go? Because if you go with Sergio Aguero, you're likely to have to go with the Premier League, aren't you, to keep those that chemistry high? Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could, could go for a Messi. Mm-hmm. Um, to link him in if you did want to go for a sort of La Liga hybrid. But yeah, the, the Argentina... And Manchester City link sort of dictated that way. Of course, you've got the soup, uh, the strong link with the foot birthday Raheem Sterling, which in itself is a card that will definitely see you through the end of the season. So if you were lucky enough to pack him, that's certainly an option you can go down. Uh, the elephant in the room, you know, is, is the price, isn't it? Uh, it's coming currently coming in at nine, around 940,000 coins on Xbox, a million on PlayStation and 1.15 on PC and that's with fodder prices Chris being amongst the lowest they've been for weeks yeah I mean again 
as I say, if he was on the open market, he would easily be a million over a million pound card. Um, even with team of the season, I'm trying to think. But Charleston, when I think when it first came out, he was five star weak foot in FIFA 20. He was over a million when he first came out. Price dropped quite quickly, but he was a good card. Um, but if you even put something like, and I know we spoke about chemistry, but you put a finisher on him, he goes to a 96 striker, you know, 99 positioning, 99 finishing, 99 shot power, 99 volleys, and then his agility and balance are in the high, you know, 99 for balance and reactions as well. I mean, it just looks like a goal-scoring machine, even with a four-star weak foot. I don't think you've got much worries there. Four-star skills, if you're a skiller, you might think, oh, I'm not so sure. Quite small. But also, if you look at his strength, which is his aggression's really high, his jumping's good, and his stamina's good. I mean, it just looks like a great card. Yeah, this is a guy, and John often talks about the fact that he just likes his strikers just to be able to finish. He will boost his... You know, that's the ultimate aim for them, is that you want if they get the ball in the box, you want them to finish. Now, what I will say is... is if So it's around about a million coins, say. But if you actually look at his stats, he comes in very similar to a team of the year, Robert Lewandowski. Same work rates, same skill moves, same weak foot. And Lewandowski gives you another, basically another 30 face stats and around about 130-odd in-game stats. I think if there's one point of acceleration in it, got a slightly bit better bit of vision for Aguero. The balance is a little bit better as well, but that's about it. And a, and a tiny bit of stamina. Otherwise, Lewandowski wins in every single category. So I guess the question is, if you were going to go for a strike, an out-and-out out predatory goal scorer right now, would, you know, let's say chemistry is not an issue, would you go for that team, the Lewandowski, which is a million coins tradable, or would you go for Aguero? I would go for Lewandowski, simply because of where we are at this stage of the game, with, as we keep saying, team of the season, because that is like the elephant in the room, team of the season, team of the season, because, you know, if you get the first week and you get the prem, which will always, those cards always tend to be higher, and you maybe don't pull the cards that you're after, then you're stuck with a card that you can't really change the team around. As you say, you can go with Messi, but then you're kind of doing a La Liga, Premier League hybrid. Whereas Lewandowski, you've always got the ability to, you know, cash out your chips at that point and go again um, from, the, from there. So, yeah, I would definitely go Lewandowski simply because the fact that Lewandowski is tradable. I think probably in game, my style of play. So saying that headers are starting to come back into game. I certainly felt that last weekend league. And if you're playing with uh, people playing against people who've got the right backs and the left backs as the centre backs, Lewandowski may get some more goals in the air because he's that taller player. Yeah, I think the nice thing about Aguero is so he's available for another 26 days. And I know a lot of people have started saving packs up for team of the season. So, and we're likely to get the Premier League team of the season in, I would probably say two weeks today, because mm-hmm. next week it'll be the community team of the season, which we'll get to. And then usually it's Premier League first time round. So if you were targeting the Premier League and you do end up with a lot of duplicates, this could be a really nice place to sink your fodder into. I mean, I did around team of the year similar and I ended up putting most of my high fodder into Fernandez. That was a really good outlet. So it's nice to have this sort of option if you don't pull one of the strikers that you like and you're ending up with lots of high-rated dupes. And not forgetting as well that when Team of the Season comes around, if you play any sort of weekend league, you're likely to start ending up with these 87, 88-plus rated cards that you'll want something to do with. So it's nice to have them around for a while. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think to be fair to EA, they've been pretty fair in terms of the length of time that they've gave you, you know, 13th of May. Um, 
So I think, as, as you say, I think that's probably, if I was going to advise MD, if you, unless you're a huge Man City fan or a big Sergio Aguero fan, I would certainly wait until such times as, as, as he even gets near there. As you say, there's going to be a lot of cards going to come on the market probably in the Premier League. So again, you might find that fodder goes down really cheap as well. So if you've got the coins, you know, let's let's be honest, when we get to the team of the season, the game doesn't have a huge length of time left. Um, so I think it's probably somebody we might not see in the first instance at the moment, but I think in a few weeks' time, once Team of the Season's had a chance to, 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 to sprout its wings, then I think you might see a lot of Aguero starting to appear. And hopefully it is a great card. I like to, I'd love to see the reviews, just because I've never really got on with that as a, a Aguero. I don't know if you've used them very much. As a card in the previous FIFA's, love him as a player. Never been that great for me in the actual game itself. No, I, I, mean, I said I'm, I'm still a relative newcomer to foot scene, but I, I used him a little bit last year, and I think a game, a few games, has run out this year. He wasn't fantastic, but you know, I did come up against players that used him against me, and the ones that could really work chance into the box, and he was fantastic at finishing them off. And you, you know, you can't argue as we, we've discussed with any of those stats. So look, it's going to be a great card, but is it a great card for a million coins when you can go out and buy Ansu Fati's future stars for the same price? You can buy Ronaldo's inform. You can buy a Bamiang's road to the final card, which could still get upgrades. You can go out and buy yourself Prime Pushkas. You can buy Rule Breakers and Bappe. So there are lots of options around that sort of price range right now. So my advice would definitely be wait and see unless you're absolutely desperate and, and you know this is a card that completely plugs and, and ticks all your boxes and you're going to be happy with through to the end of the game cycle. He's not the only SBC, though, that we've had tonight, Chris. We've had a couple of Bundesliga players. We've had the Player of the Month Kostic card, and we've had an Objectives card with uh, Mr. Neiderlechner. Um, so lots of you <laughs> Bundesliga... Yeah, I, I, I tried. I, I'm sorry, the, Bundesliga fans. The pronunciation police will be right on you in Twitter. Uh, when the idea of this podcast will be yeah. right down. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely feel free. Um, Kostic <laughs> is an 88 rated left midfielder. He'll cost you around about 60,000 coins on con- across all three formats, actually. Um, very nice face stats on the, you know, looking at it 93 pace, 85 shooting, 88 dribbling. He's 85 physical as well. High, high work rates, which you love to see on a winger. He's got the outside the foot shot and he's got flair trait. And then you look, Chris, and he's got a three-star skill moves and a two-star weak foot. Yeah, he, he must wear flippers on, <laughs> his, on his right leg, you know, to have a two-star weak foot and be the Bundesliga they've done him really dirty at, you know, as well. Because when you look at it, you think, well, that's a nice card if you're rocking a Bundesliga team. I think, uh, I think uh, I'm not sure if that's Stanley's side either as well. Um, in terms of that as well for the Bundesliga but when I see the two-star week and then the three-star skills nah for a left winger nah I don't think that's you're not going to see many of him even if people have got a lot of duplicates yeah agreed again look I suppose if you, you have got a lot of fodder and you want a high-rated card you know you could go in I think the lowest price is 88 around about 40k at the moment so even then, he he doesn't represent fantastic value. I suppose you could get. I suppose you could argue that if you take the two packs, you get in for the SBC as well. That it might just about work out as being financially prudent. But no, otherwise, I would. Uh, I'd very much suggest leaving this one alone uh, and and moving on. But uh, and again, <laughs> Mr. Leider Niederlechner, 
whose name mm-hmm. I, I will butcher for one last time on this podcast, uh, as I said he's the Bundesliga objective, the latest Bundesliga objective player. He's an 89-rated striker. Again, nice-looking stats, 89 pace, 90 shooting, uh, 88 dribbling, 87 physical, 75 passing. This guy has got decent skill moves and weak foot, three-star skills, four-star weak foot. But... Chris, again, at this stage of the game, it just looks like one of those filler players that you would get in a Bundesliga team of the season squad. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're, you know, if you're looking at Aguero, and I think the highest rated squad you need for Aguero is 89. Um, I think that's what's really driving the price up. Um, you know, you're looking at that player, that's an 89 rated player. You, you could potentially get in 20 games. You know, I know you've got to play 15 matches for a Bundesliga player and a Stalin manager or masterpiece, which can be a bit of a chore. But if you do that one, and then you've also to do, say, the La Liga one, you know, Marco Asensio, Marco Asensio, and there's another 88 player. You know, you're starting to get that Aguero for free. You know, and that I would say to anybody, if, if you're thinking of doing Aguero, just do those two, the Bundesliga player two, and do the legal player, you know, two as well. Get them done. Get them in your in your squad. If you're going to throw them in, why not use them? Yeah, I, I just look at those objects though, and it's 15 wins as well. It's not even scoring 15 games. It's win 15 matches using only Bundesliga players, score 30 goals, assist 20 goals, scoring outside the box goals in four separate games, and score a finesse goal in six games. It's just, I, I absolutely see what you mean, but I would probably rather spend that time just flipping silver cards. <laughs> to make <laughs> to make the 50k um rather than have to grind it i mean look again if you've got that f- free time and you know it's a, a mode you enjoy and you've got a really nice bundesliga managerial masterpiece side g- go for it i'm just thinking of the, the time because because again because it's th- there's all sorts of requirements of scoring goals and assists and outside the box goals i don't know how many golden goal games you're going to get either um so yeah, uh, for yeah. me, for me, it's a no go. But it is like you say, if you do need fodder cards for lights for Guerrero, the options there. And certainly, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I know golden goal. I'd say to people is if you're going to do golden goal, message the person first and say to them, mm-hmm. "You happy to play golden goal?" Because um, I know there's been a, a lot of angst and rage about golden goal. Well, that's a good thing when people press and pause. I think to save you any hassle, just message people and say golden goal. If they reply yes, then great. You know, if you lose a goal, please stick to it because otherwise you just waste it to the guy who you're playing against. But, you know, I think for Aguero, it'd be nice to have him in your team because he's not going to be in many teams next season, is he? No, uh, we, we wait to see what his next move will be. I mean, look, he could at very end up being one of those those annoying incomparable cards uh-huh. that pops up, <laughs> pops up and ruins your pack openings. <laughs> um, or uh, he could move, end up moving back to Spain. We're not sure where his next move is going to be, but yeah, he's certainly not going to be playing in the Premier League next year. So enjoy him while you can. And it's another nice card. The same, you know, they've. I think they've done these end of era cards justice this year. I like what they've done. Rooney was a fantastic card. Uh, the Bender brothers also great. So when they that, when they do these end of era players, I think they're doing them really well this year. Yeah, and as I say, you know, I think content-wise, certainly we've said this many times on the pod, he has done done well this year in terms of content. Can't complain, I think, for what no. they gave us at all. You know, and I think we've always been pretty positive about that. And again, you know, we've talked about it, as we were talking before we came on the pod, you were mentioning it as well, that, you know, milestones as well. You know, have a look in there, see how close you are to getting the milestones. You know, there's a lot of squads in there, Championship, Eredivisie, you know, 
uh, the Irish ones. You could pick up a lot of cheap players as well for, for SPCs, just to remind everybody. Yeah, it's a great place. If you said if you do want to grind that fodder, and lots of people say, you know, I, I like grinding the game, and if you do want to grind into the menus and the gameplay aspects, like you say, they've given you plenty of options and plenty of cards to pick up. So, yeah, get on that if you if you do want those cards. I, I'll personally be giving it a miss, but again, if you've got that time, go for it. Uh, right, we've we've teased it long enough. Community team of the season, EA officially confirming uh, that it is coming, and they have opened the voting for the community side they've given us a short list of around about 100 players and they've promised that uh our votes will count so we can just only take them on their word on that and and hope so um they've also the text they've released with it says get involved with deciding the full squad now with the community team of the season vote your chance to help decide who makes a squad from a short list of 2021's most consistent players you've earned a maximum of one special item in foot 21 you're then invited to go and vote for your starting 11 and you can pick a maximum of four players from the same league before we get into the names themselves happy enough with uh, how they're deciding it this year limiting it to those who've only got one special item yeah i mean i was actually when i seen the list i was quite surprised how many actual players were on it and they, there is a real variety of leagues on there so you know somebody like myself who doesn't support a team from one of the big leagues it's been great um, to, to, to see so many different leagues in there. So hopefully we get a nice uh, mixture of players. I know he's going to go straight onto your ballot. <laughs> well, I have actually picked a Scotsman as well, so there's a couple in there, so I'll pick <laughs> one in there, you know, uh, for the three of us that would look at. Um, but look, it's 100 players. We're not going to go through the entire list, but what we have done is we've picked out a few names each. Uh, we'll, we'll alternate, shall we? Go one by one. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll start with you as the guest. Who is the first name you've picked out that you would like to see get in there? Uh, a guy I'd like to see get in there is a guy called Ryan Gold, a Scottish uh, player who used to play for Dundee United. Um, I think he's 25. Uh, and he actually moved to uh, Portugal uh, the season 2014 signed for Sporting for £3 million. It didn't, I don't think it particularly worked out for him. He didn't really play for the first team. I think he had two, uh, in the whole time he was there, up to 2019, he had two appearances for Sporting. And he's one of these guys who could potentially have uh, fell by the wayside. One of these guys you think, you know, he once was dubbed the Scottish Lionel Messi. He was that good. <laughs> uh, so which is high praise indeed. And he's found himself at a, cup, uh, a team called Forenzi. I may have said that long as a Portuguese, a Portuguese team. How can I say that? Italian. Um, and he's had a great season. He's played 46 games and scored 16 goals. So the player is an attacking midfielder, and uh, I'd like to see him get in the team for as a Scotsman as Ryan Gold. What range do you think he might be? I think he would be around about high 80s. I don't okay. see him getting into the 90s at all. I think he'd be 88, let's say. Fair enough. Yeah, I remember the hype around that move. Um, it's just a shame it didn't work out, but it was nice to see someone take a punt and go abroad and try and develop themselves but uh, yeah shame it didn't pan out I mean, it was Dale Jennings who went mm-hmm. I think from did he go from was it Tranmere to Dortmund right somewhere, somewhere ridiculous like that but so uh, yeah foreign clubs increasingly look into the UK for young players that come through these academies um, and hopefully it will pay off for the home nations going forward um, back to community team of the season then the first player that I would like to see uh, much more recognisable name, and I've got to admit that a lot of these uh, have got selfish motivations or personal motivations behind <laughs> them. Um, but the first one I'm going for is David Alaba uh, of Bayern Munich. He had his road to the final card, which 
was very nice, but unfortunately, due to their exit this week, it has been capped off at 89, uh, 82 pace at the moment with an 89 rated card. I'd like to see him get a 93 rated card and, wow. perhaps, and perhaps a pace boost up to sort of 85, 86. Um, I've got the uh, moments Boatang in there, and Mr. Alaba could be a really nice sort of bridge for me. He's got nice, he's got that four star weak foot. He's left footed, which sort of lends him to play on that left side. Three star skills as well. Really just nice all rounder of a defender. Uh, pretty much everything you want. Maybe the height of 5'11 lets him down a little bit, but a classy card. I'd just like to see him get in there because I don't think the Bundesliga has an absolute abundance of defensive options this year. Uh, I noticed a, you know, he's a legend. Um, putting out his predictions as well. And I think he only had one one centre-back from the Bundesliga in there for his team of the season. So if that is the case and that's how it pans out, I would like to see another option from that league in there. That, he's, a, he's a classic uh, FIFA card, isn't he, Alaba? I think he's been there for a long time and, and he's moved from left-back, hasn't he, to centre-back. So that would be a, a really tasty card. Yeah, and, yeah and, I, and I think... He, Again, if you, you sort of play the game and you look at the sort of names amongst the defenders that could get in, especially if they are limiting it to four per league, there's not a lot of other options you could see beating him out amongst those defenders. Uh, you have got the likes of Kurt Zuma in there from Chelsea um, that I suppose could sneak in there. Interesting, they put Emre Chan in as a defender yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So he could always be a pick, although he's just got a foot birthday card. So whether people would want him straight in there as well. Uh, also, honourable mention to uh, Francesco Serbi, because uh, we're talking about people that have done work for the community. That 83-rated centre-back has made a lot of people a lot of coins this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, special mention to that man. But uh, who is your next? Uh, is the next player on your list? Well, I'll stick with the defence, and it'll be no surprise to him that in, in the contract to have to re- uh, mention Rangers at one point. It's Conor Goldson. Um, he's had a, an absolutely stunning season for us. Um, I think we've lost five goals at home all season, uh, 18 games at home at Ibrox in the League and Cup and 18 victories. And he's been an absolute stalwart. Um, a guy who, I think he came up from Brighton, uh, and he's and he's actually chipped in a lot of goals, scored against Celtic twice, and uh, deadly in the box. Uh, and his actual long passing is really good. It's a, a move that Rangers have where he, you know, teams press on us. He's able to launch that ball. So that, for my point of view and for a selfish point of view, is definitely Conor Goldson. I think he deserves the season he's had to certainly get in the team of the community. And what, and what rating would you give him? Again, I don't think he'll get particularly a high rating in terms of I wouldn't see him get an 83 like Alaba. I think, again, a high 80s, 89. Uh, probably means he won't, he won't play him in the team, but uh, he'll make my team if he gets into the team this season. Would like it. He did have, he did have that inform earlier in the season. Yeah, I mean, I think as well as me, I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of English players. I've got Rhys James and I've got Tavernier, of course. We've got a great link towards Tavernier, who I thought was a bit strange. He didn't get in, but the guys are saying potentially might get into the rest of the world. He was yeah. hoping, but yeah, Conor Golson, 89 again for me. Yeah, big thanks uh, to those of you listening in on the Discord. Of course, if you join uh, our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash foot in review and sign up for any of our tiers, the lowest of which starts at around three euros per month. Uh, you get access to the Discord, and through that, you can listen to the podcast live as we record. Now, good chum Hippo, uh, I mentioned Dale Jennings, and he's correctly pointed out that he went to Bayern Munich. So thank you for that one. Yes, thank that you, was, 
yeah, that is uh, where he went. So thank you to our very knowledgeable Discord uh, patrons and everyone in there. Again, beyond the ability to uh, to interact with the show and listen live, it's, it's a cracking place to be. I know you mentioned it on Wednesday, uh, but I, I won't plug it too much, but I think it speaks for itself. Do get yourself involved. Um, continuing on then, my second pick. Again, it's another popular one that I think will get voted on for a lot of people. A guy that was a real hero of the early game cycle for me, uh, Federico Valverde from Real Madrid. He, in those first few weeks, was just one of the best box to box. I think I had him and Alan from Everton in there, and the two of them were just awesome. Just a really nice all round card. Maybe not what you wanted to see in the final third, but certainly in the middle and towards the back, he was great. Only three star, three star, but high, high work rate lean body type really nice card there and yeah i'd just like to see him in he did get an 85 in form again quite early in the game cycle but i think it'll be a fantastic option especially if we do get some nice la liga cards coming through whether we get you know the likes of uh venetius jr or whether we end up getting some sort of a special dembele card uh that'll be a nice sort of a linking option I mean, it's not a card I've used. I have seen him a lot, especially last season. I think he was very popular last season. Um, so, yeah, it'd be good to see him in the game. Yeah, so that would be my second pick. Who makes your third and final slot of our little mini vote? Well, third and final one, and please don't boo me, uh, Wimby, when I mention it's a Blackburn Rovers player. Uh, I've actually picked Adam Armstrong. Uh, well, two reasons. His what F card, which was I think was an SBC, is actually meant to be really cracked. Um, at 97 acceleration and 92 sprint speed, you know, a small nippy striker, uh, four star skills, three star weak through. But uh, he's had a cracking season actually. When you look where you know uh, Blackburn are 14th in the league, but I think he's the third top scorer in that championship uh, behind uh, is it Ivan Tony and Puke. Yeah. Um, He's scored, he's played 35 games and he can score 21 goals, which is outstanding. He must be due a big move, I imagine, soon. Um, and also, he's a mad uh, Newcastle fan, which will please Aaron, um, <laughs> one of our foot coaches. So for me, yeah, Adam Armstrong, I think you maybe see him as a 92. So an English uh, championship, English English national and uh, championship player, I think 92. Uh, the only thing that maybe lets him down a little bit is his uh, three-star weak foot. But I think if he was to come in, I think you'd probably find he'd be quite a crack card as well. Yeah, a lot of people disappointed he didn't end up with that what-if upgrade. He, he sort of sat at 85. Unfortunately, Blackburn just sort of imploded as the season's yeah. gone on. Um, but yeah, with that finesse shot trait, four-star skills, three-star weak foot and, and the pace, certainly a really nice option. A lot of people will still be using, you know, Wayne Rune, I think, is going to be usable right through. Mm -hmm end of the game cycle as well so you've got your links in there so yeah really nice card got everything i said in the in the work rates category that you like to see um so i could certainly get him whether people would have been put off by that what if card mm -hmm. um but you know I, and i'll come on to this when i you know i'll talk about my third one but there it really isn't a lot of standout strikers in this list i don't think there's a lot of slam dunk players that you would say, oh, God, I really can't, you know, wait to get him in. And, mm. you know, I'll, I'll bring it up now. So my final pick is uh, Mikel Antonio of West Ham. Uh, two reasons. One, I think he's a great player. Two, he used to play for Reading. So uh -huh. immediately gets, gets my <laughs> vote. 
but you know as i say you know you look through this list and really i mean you've got andrea bellotti who you know got that summer heat card last year that was a, a really nice card you've got harvey barnes of leicester who had a future stars leon bailey uh, bailey of Bayer leverkusen Ilicic of atalanta uh moise keen had that silver star card from psg but i'm looking through the rest of the list and again, you know, feel free to shout out if there's anyone. I mean, there's a patter of Atalanta as well. But there's, you know, really not a lot of forwards that you would say, oh, man, I said that you really want. I looked as a patter because I, I had his, uh, one of his informs last year and he scored me a lot of goals at the start of the game. And I think he did quite a re- really decent season. I mean, I think West Ham having a cracking season up there in, the, in the Premier League. So, um, and he is a bit of a tank, isn't he, Antonio? He's stocky built, five foot ten and stocky. Uh, you know, and I think, you know, what what kind of rating would you see on him then? Well, this is the thing, because he's not actually had a single special card this year, which is it's unbelievable. I know he's had an injury hit season. Uh, Four-star skills, three-star weak foot, that power header trait, which is uh, really nice to have, especially as you mentioned with the headers coming back in. Mm-hmm. I could easily see him being uh, sort of nine, 90, possibly, I, I would say 91 I settled on as my prediction, but a real sort of powerhouse forward. It sort of reminds me, Card-wise, of the um, team of the season, Tevez. Did you use him I, last season? No, I, di- I didn't use him at all, no. Yeah, I used him a little bit. And I think you could sort of see something a bit similar um, in from those two. So I just think it would be a nice sort of wriggly card. I did see him a little bit at the start of the game cycle. And he was sort of nice. He's one of those players that can play sort of across you know, that front sort of positions. Mm-hmm. You know, he can quite easily play. Certainly if, he's, if his stats scale up. He's just a really nice rounded card in terms of, you know, what you would want from either a winger or a striker. So, yeah, I'd definitely like to see him, uh, not just because I said he's a, he's a former Reading player, but I think he's had a really good season as well. And you look at the year West Ham have had, um, yeah. you know, I think they could quite easily end up with, I think Suchek is almost nailed on for team of the season based on not being in this group. Although I suppose he's, he's automatically ruled out because he's had what, three he's in forms now? He's definitely a few in here, that's for sure. He's 86 cards for a time. Yeah, so that would sort of rule him out, I suppose, automatically, but I can't see him not getting in there. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see them get to, some recognition. Um, but that is my my sort of three. The only other, the ones that I was going to mention, Leon Bailey, I thought that foot freeze card he had, really mm-hmm. nice, pacey right-wing option from the Bundesliga. We don't have too many of those. Um, and also a sentimental... Uh, nod of Gail Kakuta. If you remember him, former Chelsea wonder kid, used to be absolute dynamite on football manager. Mm-hmm. So for sentimental reasons, give him a card. I mean, uh, just to start, you know, the, the player you mentioned, the English player, I've mentioned an English player, like two English players actually in Goldstone and uh, Adam Armstrong. But the Euros coming up, you know, you might find that there'll be national teams so, you know, I wouldn't sleep on any of these cards if it do happen to come up. You know, certainly I think England will probably go quite far as a Scotsman. That's hard to take sometimes. But <laughs> I do think you guys will do pretty well. Simply the game's also been at Wembley as well. So I think, you know, there may be something in FIFA for the summer where it'll be national teams. So maybe England could be, a, you know, with Sterling as well. There's some really good English players, uh, maybe more so than most uh, seasons in FIFA. Yeah, lots of really nice options. Um Again, thanks to those listening in the Discord. Says hello. So hello, Thorsey. But he also says, this team of the season vote is a complete farce. You don't even need to be logged into an EA account to send the vote. And you can even close the browser tab, open a new one, and send another vote. 
I don't even think there is anything counting the votes at their end. The same BS method they use for the so-called player of the month votes. What's a complete joke? Now, a lot of what Thor's are saying could be right. We'll never really know. No. Um, what I will say, though, with the player of the month vote is that the player of the month vote, the FIFA community vote, I'm not sure how much it even makes up because most of these player of the months are decided by a panel of players, um, managers and, and experts. And then I think it's just sort of a little percentage of what we vote on goes mm. through. So I will defend EA there. But look, I, again, who, who, who knows how they actually decide this uh, and how much the votes go? I mean... We'll never know. Will they release? A, do, you, do you think they'll release a final voting percentage tally? I'll be honest. I very much doubt it. Uh, I've never seen anything at all. You know, I think as well as you've, you've you've got to be careful as well and think that it's biased because I mean, you know, I'm still salty that Ryan Kent never got a summer heat last year. Uh, but it was explained to me that most people who are casuals to the game will look at it and think, uh, "There's Jovetic, Real Madrid player at that point. I'm going to vote for him. Big league." So you may find that uh, as guys like myself who support the smaller league teams don't get in there and the big guys get in simply because people are voting. You know, we're voting because we like the players and because the season they've had, but most people are going to vote for the for the game point of view, aren't they? So they're going to stick to the Bundesliga, the EPL, you know, Ligue 1, that sort of thing. So I think that you may find that those sort of players get in more so than the guys from the smaller leagues. Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at um if you look at the community team from last year, uh, you had Busquets, Godin, PK, Joe Gomez, Thibaut Courtois, Thiago, Felipe Anderson, Zaha, Casemiro, Fernandinho, Brandt, Grimaldo, Dimbele, Gulashi, uh, Mukulele, uh, Pepe, uh, Simon, Bentoncourt, Lucas Leiva and Leno. So, I mean, look, there wasn't a single Championship player in there. There wasn't a single Scottish player in there. I think the one player you had from, you know, it's not even a minor league. Get a couple of Liga Nos players in there, and the rest were dominated by Prem, La Liga, um, a couple of what Syria was there even today was there even oh yeah Godin was a Syria player and so look as you say you know we can nicely put all the players but I think a lot of players that are voting are just going to go for the big names they will go for the likes of Valverde and Alaba and people like Kasper Schmeichel in goal and and that look that's fair enough and I can absolutely understand what Thors is saying it's look that it's clearly not that important to EA if they're leaving it completely open to a, a voting system that by the sounds of what Thors is saying can be you know completely abused and you can vote 30 times if you want to you know, will we see a, some sort of a guerrilla campaign to get Jamie McLaren in from Melbourne, you know, <laughs> from, from Melbourne City? Um, possibly. I, I, I don't think so. Um, but uh, ultimately, in a dream world, and again, I make accusations about what EA do and don't do, but it's in their interest that big name players get in because they want to get the hype building, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think as well, this is this is one of the premier, other than team of the year, this is the premier promotion. Probably is the premier promotion because it lasts so long. Um, so this is the one where probably they'll see, you know, you know, FIFA points on the rise, etc. as well. So, you know, I, I, for me, it's a great mixture. You know, there's players in there that I've, I've never heard of um, and I'm looking at them and thinking, where does that guy play as I went down the list? There's loads and loads of players. So, you know, 
I think to say that I think the truth of the matter is it's unlikely that your eleven is going to get in exactly as you see it. Um, I think because there's just so much choice there. You know, from I'm looking at it. You know, you've got like Rafailov there, who he played against Rangers. Uh, for, um, he plays in Belgium, a really good, skillful player as well. You would like to see him again. There's just a lot of good players in there, and only unfortunately, it only looks like a you know you can pick eleven. I don't know. There'll probably be another a batch of subs as well. But uh, you know, let's hope there's a few guys from the wee league sneak in. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great to see, um, especially because they sort of really scale back on a lot of the. You know, you just had the rest of the world eleven for a lot mm. of these players, so it's nice they're on the ballot anyway. Um, I, I very much don't expect to see a lot of them again. I I will fully expect it to be. And you can only, you know, you look at the names that made it last year. A lot of them were really meta players, like Felipe Anderson and Joe Gomez. So I imagine you'll see the same again. But especially again, especially in the striking department, there's not a lot of super meta players that have you know gone under the radar and you know are just you know people desperately want to see them get a team of the season card because they've not you know it's not popped up i was actually surprised that joe gomez isn't in this list yeah i was going to say that just as you keep mentioning his name there i'm surprised as well that he wasn't you know because he's such a meta card and that would be an absolute dynamite team of the season card that one is he still injured i don't really know yeah, he's been injured much. most of the season he wonder if maybe he'll get some sort of a i don't know a, 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 he seems a bit young for a moment's card yeah I suppose they they could could bring one out of you know Champions League moments or something for celebrating Liverpool's run to the final or something like that from last year. It seems very strange that such a hugely meta player isn't being given a card. Yeah, because as you said, you know, I don't think he was particularly meta player last year if he made it to the seamless community. You know, so yeah, I think that's probably one that's it's a bit of an omission, isn't it? Because I think that could be when you look at the EPL team. That could be one of the you know the areas that could be a bit weak in terms of centre back. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see um, who comes out of that. Anyway, the voting is open uh, for a week. It ends, I think, next Wednesday, and you will have your chance um, to to see who wins next Friday. They have not actually expressly said that it will be out. Um, the team will be out next Friday, but it's widely assumed that that's when the voting will will end and then we'll get the community team of the season on Friday. So uh, yeah, let the let the hype begin. Anything else to say on the community team of the season before we move on? No, no, that was it for me. Excellent. Yeah, same for me as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Are you saving any packs for team yes, of the season? Yes, I am saving packs. I'm currently sitting, uh, as I'm addicted to the 81 player packs, I'm sitting with a few players unassigned at the moment. Uh, Swithering whether or not I actually do the Aguero <laughs> cards. And so, but it's actually stopping me opening the packs. So I'm saving all my packs, um, every single one, because at the moment I can't open anything. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm saving uh, as well. But my, my question to you is, do you have a league in particular you're going to save them for? Or are you just going to wait until you see a league that really grabs your attention? Or even this, you know, this community team? I'll probably... It depends, because at the moment I've got a road to the final Rashford. Uh, so Man United did us a big favour through the week there. And I've also got Ryan Kent and also the Scouts Soccer Tees in my team, which I really enjoy doing. So I think I'll probably go EPL um, from that point of view. The only other place I'd probably go would be a league in. So one of those two, um, I think. Uh, La Liga, I won't touch. Bundesliga, probably not. So yeah, EPL or league in yourself. Yeah, it's going to be those two. Although Bundesliga does get a shout out because um, I have an, an untradeable team of the year, Alfonso Davy. So I would be kind of tempted to see what options. 
um, come out, especially again in the defending categories, but it's not looking particularly promising there. So I think the financial play, if you've got a lot of tradable packs, is to go Prem. Because mm. if, you, if you were to pack a big boy from the Premier League, you can sell them for a lot of coins. There doesn't seem to be ever quite as much hype for the rest of the leagues. Um, you know, obviously, other than the big boys, you know, like some Mbappes, your Neymars. So, yeah, if you, if you want to maximise your coin return, probably best rip in those packs for the Premier League. I probably wouldn't say rip them for this community team of the season yeah. unless that, you know, we do get two or three players that suddenly emerges super meta. Um, but again, looking at that list, I don't I don't see the players that everybody's going to be want to be scrambling to open packs for. No, I certainly don't think so. I think if you're going to keep it, keep it for one of the big leagues um, and try and base it around the team that you're that you're looking, the sort of league that you're looking to build around. So yourself, you know, having Davies, I think you know Bundesliga is a great idea because I think he is probably one of the best left backs in the game, isn't he? Absolutely, it's um, an absolute mainstay of my team. Um, it'd be interesting to see whether they what they do with the ratings. I know uh, our good friends over at the Casual Foot Podcast. Uh, we're talking about whether they, how inflated these team of the season cards are, given that they, they've kind of been quite restricted so far, even the team of the year cards being in sort of towards the low 90s rather than the high 90s. So it'll be interesting to see whether that continues and they only sort of give players, you know, 93, 94, 95 rated, or if they go, you know, shooting right back up to sort of 96 plus. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be fasc- fascinating to see what they do with that. What do you think then in terms of, you know, we're all waiting here for the big icons. Do you think the big icons come after team this season? I mean, there's not much time now. You, you do not think they'd like to dilute the hype for team this season, would they? They'd bring out the big guys? I, I have a half a sneaking suspicion that these big icons might come out around the Euros as a way right. of grabbing attention during the Euros. And they can sort of frame it in a um, national heroes kind of promotion type thing um and you know it's you know brazil world cup winner ronaldo the man who led the netherlands to euro 88 Hullet, you know that kind of vibe yeah um, uh-huh. you know bob you know not that many people would want to do him but bobby moore you know that that kind of thing i wonder if they'll frame it around that sort of t- you know time frame i i i think people will be spent it, being super cynical, I think enough people because the, the goal for them is, of course, they want to make fans happy, but also it's about maximizing the amount of FIFA points people are spending, the hype around the game. And I don't think they would burn through extra hype during an already hyped period of the game. Yes, uh-huh. people will be excited enough about getting a you know ninety-seven rated Marcus Rashford or a you know ga- you know opening upgrade pack after upgrade pack to get that ninety-nine Neymar. I don't think you really need to then throw in R9. Whereas no, I, once once team of the season's over, then that might keep people going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean certainly, I mean most people were in lockdown last year and Summer Heat was an absolute, you know, godsend. It was a probably the best promo I've ever seen EA do. Um, I hope that they don't hope they try and do something similar like that because it was just, you know, it was really good after team of the season to have Summer Heat. You know, the Mendy card that they brought out was a, a brilliant objective. Um, I just, I just think as well, though, as you know, if those players come out. Uh, most people are going to have quite a high 
rated amount of fodder because it'd be the guaranteed team of the season picks etc as well so I just I'm interested to, to, as I say, to get your thoughts here in terms of when you see the big guys coming out for icons I, I think then I think you're I think you're looking at June June July I think it's a nice middle way because again not only does it keep the hype going but they can also turn around and say to people well we gave you all the big players okay look you may have only given people them for two three months but from EA's point of view, they can say, well, look, we gave you the opportunity to play with them. We said we would. Here you go. Go nuts with them. Um, and it also stops people burning out too early. I you know, had the chat with Nathan on Monday's show about the whole, and the same with the interview I did with Ezekiel a couple of weeks ago. It's giving people everything they want too soon doesn't make a lot of sense for EA because people feel like they've completed the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially around, if you've got those big icons and at the same time, or just before team of the season, you would really see, a, I think, a lot of players drop off in June, July. They wouldn't go through the, that August, September sort of period to the next game. No, and, and to be fair, I've never even thought about it, Wimby, so that's why you're the brains of the operation. <laughs> um, I think it absolutely, makes absolute perfect sense, because one thing E are good at is keeping the keeping you in. You know, I would probably look to put the game down round about after team of the season and when the actual football season ends and, and just enjoy the summer. But if they then brought out, say, and also made somebody like Hula available or R9 available, not overly expensive, because probably going to drop in pricing because you see a lot of people have maybe left the game. So then they're not really worried about people spend, you know, losing out massive amount of coins because they've bought them for the highest rated price. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. Yeah, and look, it's up to you whether you think, you know, oh, that's scummy business practice. How dare they... Or, you know, you just say, okay, well, fair enough. I think ultimately for me, full summer in the middle, I think it makes sound business sense. Do I want the availability earlier? Sure. But um, no, I can see exactly why not. Uh, Before we finish then, we have already tried a few weeks ago, Chris, to make rivals great again. Mm -hmm. Now I bring you make foot champs great again. Um, so I was thinking about this again, bit of a, you know, pie in the sky theory. Uh, I was doing some thinking as I, you know, tried to rock my eight week old child to, uh, to sleep. And as you do, when you have a screaming child in your arms, you, you know, you do anything you can to, to get escape that moment. And in my head, I thought, whilst thinking of stressful situations, how could I make (laughs) foot champs better? And the scheme that I came up with, to sort of, it's got a two-pronged purpose, but basically my whole idea is create a foot Champions League, a foot Europa League, and a foot conference, Europe, Europa Conference, which is, uh, I think, the new name of the third-tier competition that we're going to get next year in real life. Uh, basic idea being that you get to pick one to enter per week, Um same way you do with current foot champs. And again, the, the top one would cost, say, whatever it is, two, two and a half thousand points. And the second tier, Europa League would be 1,500. And then it'd be 500 points to enter the Conference League. And you're free to do it while you're... And the rewards are tiered. So the, and the, get, the amount of games would be tiered as well. So you get, still get the very best picks, possibly even better for, you know, going far and getting 25 wins in the Champions League. If you got, say, it would be a 20-game limit in the Europa League, you would get, you know, say the equivalent of, if you won, you know, 18 games, you'd still get the equivalent of winning 15 or 14 games in the top competition and sort of scale down below. 
And the whole reason for thinking this is because A, it would give people that maybe can't commit to a 30-game foot champs the option to play a competitive game mode over the weekend and earn red picks or whatever they, you know, the, those tier of rewards is. But it would also give somewhere for the lower tier players that really struggle. And we all play them. I think most people listening to this podcast are of a, of a decent ability level. If you're not, go to footcoaching.com, get John on the case. Um, but <laughs> there are those people that you play and you go and smash them six seven one and you know that either they're just a super casual or maybe they're a younger player and i think just if you gave them a sort of a beginner's league to go into you know maybe even make the conference league sort of only available to those who have played you know five you know five or fewer competitions this season you know just give them somewhere to go and also then narrow it down so that the people that are playing the top competition are playing more in you know, top players. You know, if foot champions is your way of preparing pro players for tournaments and boosting the esports scene, I think creating a more elite game mode, but also similarly not forcing everyone into that game mode, I think makes sense. So, hope does that make sense anyway? Yeah, it made. I mean, when you told me about it, I thought it was an absolutely brilliant idea because um, I have, you know, I've heard of the podcast that some people have went uh, three and twenty-seven. So three wins out of 30 games. So that must be soldier drawing for those people um, from that. So when you told me, I thought, well, okay, that's a great idea. But the, the community that we've got will always find a way to, you know, abuse it somehow. And as you say, though, if you actually tier the rewards to people and say that, uh, you know, so actually, you know, the, the, the conferences were calling it, the rewards are decent, but not as good as, so the highest rated award in the conference it has to be a level that's maybe mid-tier in terms of the Europa League one. That's yes. my feeling about it. So you don't get the good players abusing it, going in and went playing 15 games over in the conference and being 15-0. and 0, I think that's great. I, I think, you know, it is a reward-based weekend. Weekend league is generally about rewards, let's be honest. That's why we play in a bit of competition. So I think from that point of view, you would have to make sure, structure it properly um, for that point of view, in terms of the rewards, and also the fact is, I think as well as if you go fifteen and zero in the conference, you're automatically promoted to Europa League the week after. That that then means that if, if you know, and again, you know, we've talked about. I'm, I'm in a fairly fortunate position, having older kids that I can actually, you know, I can dedicate my weekend if I wanted to thirty games. But guys like yourself, who've got a young family, or other people who've got, you know, where we work at the weekends, I've got actually stuff that I need to do. They want to play weekend league, but if you play. 10 games and the rewards is, is no use but actually if you're going to play something like the conference then yeah it sounds you know what mate it sounds absolutely brilliant well thank you I uh I, again look I, I don't see I don't see this happening I don't see this gaining traction but I, I just think it does tick a lot of boxes and serve a lot of people um I, you know if you were being counter argument I suppose you would say well look if you can't play 30 games of weekend league you've got 30 games of rivals to spread out over your week and you're in a ranked division. So you should be playing people of your ability level throughout rivals. And I absolutely get that. But I do think it would be nice to have, to get that weekend league feeling without, you know, the pressure of, of foot champions. And like you say, if the rewards are scaled appropriately, it shouldn't be getting abused. But as, you know, a, a dad of two, both of them very young, you know, I might say, I might have one evening where I think, oh, I could probably play you know, eight to 10 games and, you know, with a couple of maybe other games over the weekend. So, so say maximum 
play 12 games over the weekend. If there was a, you know, a 10 to 15 game conference league, I could just go into that and just have a bit of fun with it. And yeah, I might only earn a couple of rare goal packs or mega packs. Fine. But at least that's my option and I can enter it and I can spend those points that I earn playing rivals doing it. Um, and like I say, it gives a nice sort of tiered way to get people into foot champions. But then, you know, I suppose people will say that uh, I, I don't like playing that, you know, I quite like having a, a break and playing players of lesser ability. So I suppose it doesn't give those those players that ego boost and that relax. No, but then again, if you if you want to play, let's say, I'm not being disrespectful when I say that, easier players. So if you don't want to come up against, you know, the really top, you know, players that you sometimes find in weekend league, then then you go to the conference one and accept the fact that you're going to get to, you know, rare goal packs from that point of view. The only thing I, what I would say is that I would like to, just to add on to that, is I'd like to see A actually reward people who play you know, for a month. So the guys who maybe play, you know, all 15 games in the conference, etc. So if you play, say, for instance, they say, right, if you play in the conference and you play four weeks in there or on average, you know, 45 games a, a month, then you're allowed a red pick. And it's a top rated red yeah. pick from that month. But then it just means that the richer doesn't always get that much richer than the guy who's maybe playing in, in the conference one. You know, so the guys who are playing in the you know, Champions League side of the, the weekend league, yeah, if you play in the conference, you've still got the chance to potentially pick up that red Ronaldo or red, you know, Messi. Yeah, I mean, again, it's difficult because then, you know, I suppose you would just have, I'm just going to completely play in the conference all the time. So, look, mm-hmm. there are, you know, there are plenty of holes in this theory, but I would just like to see tiers and options. But, again, does it make any sense to EA? Are they going to increase engagement? <sighs> Again, only they will have the answers. But look, if you've got ideas to how you might like to see, you know, foot champs improved or rivals or squad battles or anything, you know, chuck them in. Contact us on social media. Go to the Twitter account. You can, you know, speak to myself or Chris or, you know, just tweet us over. Or, or if you do join the Discord, mention them there and we'll, we'll happily talk about them uh, in the shows coming up. Uh, plenty, as hopefully you've heard by now, myself and Chris, we, we love just chewing the fat and, and fancy, fancy booking. Yeah, I say as well as if, if guys, if you've got the ideas and, and you know you're not on Twitter or you know we would love you to come on the Discord. As I say, it's every time I want. It's a great place to be. Really friendly, friendly people in there. Um, but if you if you can't, then please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. I think it's called. I still call it yes. iTunes. I'm that old. Um, no, I, I, Apple, I'm an iTunes man. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and you know put. Put it in there. Put it in there how you see like see the game improve. But please just leave us a five star review, and, and you know we'll we'll read it out. We don't have all the answers. We've got an absolutely, I think, a brilliant idea, and um, we'd love to talk about your ideas as well. Absolutely. So yeah, get over in. As I mentioned, if you want to help support the show, go over to patreon.com forward slash foot interview. Lots of different tiers for you to sign up for. Range of benefits, including discount coaching from uh, John and Aaron over at footcoaching.com. If you do want to improve your game. You know, Chris, you've been through it yourself. I know you, you've spoken honestly and open about it. It's a, you know a great way to sort of get more out of your game if you're looking and saying, oh, you know, five million pound hullet. You don't need necessarily need it. You know, go away and you know speak to someone that's you know you listen to John on this show. He's as nice and friendly 
in coaching sessions uh, and behind the scenes as he is on air. So the same with Aaron as well. So go and inquire. And if you've got any questions about the coaching, you know, you don't have to fall, hand over your money straight away and, and then find out, you know, drop the guys an email or speak to John on Twitter um, at Foot Coaching there and he will more than happily answer your question. So go check that out. Uh, footcoaching.com I said I'm at Wimby Chris you generally will get me at the Discord uh, under Grandpapa Mac but uh, I'm also uh, you'll see me uh, if you look at our Foot Review Twitter I'm normally mentioned in there as well that uh, that just about wraps up the show from us you said this time next week Chris we'll have team of the season to talk about yeah it feels like Christmas Eve doesn't it we're getting all excited it does as our uh, and the, the goal is to resist that little dot on the companion app when you go to store and you start scrolling <laughs> through all those packs, so I must stay strong. Think yeah. about the players. Although if uh, we do end up getting several Reading players in Championship Team of the Season, my resolve will be severely tested. Although at the time of recording, we're losing to, um, I think we're losing to Cardiff. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, I can exclusively reveal we snagged a last minute equaliser to draw one all, but that's basically our playoff dreams over. So uh, no trip to Wembley for me this year. Oh, it's disappointing, mate. Sorry to hear that. We we only lose anyway. So <laughs> we I think we are, we are the joint holders of playoff final appearances without a win. So uh, yeah, know the pain more than most. But anyway, good luck for for your boys. Big Scottish Cup yes. tie this weekend. Yeah, huge game on Sunday. So um, fingers crossed. I think it's going to be an absolute jackpot game, and uh, hopefully the boys in blue win. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Paul will disagree. But, uh, but yeah best of luck to that I said thank you to everyone and uh, just one more thing to say Chris drop it drop it drop it F-U 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 F